Yeah. If I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Don't let someone, they, they can't validate your feelings. You're you. Only you can control your happiness. And I learned that as I like coped with it then eventually, that I was moving myself around so much trying to find this happiness. And finally, like this light bulb went off and I'm like, it's here. It's you. <laughs> like It doesn't matter where you're living. It doesn't matter. It's all for you. So... What is going on, guys? We are back. Silencing of Stigma podcast. New episode. Another week. Mom's here. Hello. What's the best you got? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <There> we <laughs> Welcome <go>. back. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we got two guests with us today. That is Erica and Taylor. What's going on, guys? Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, uh... I'm going to start with, uh, how we've been out of high school for how long now? Eight years? Eight plus? Yeah. A little over eight years. Oh, that's that's nine. crazy. Almost yeah. nine. <laughs> Did you guys go to the, the fifth year reunion or whatever it was? No. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people went to that. Nope. <laughs> Are you going to the 10th year? Nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out of school for probably, let me see, 40 years, and I didn't go to one of mine, so don't worry. So, uh, where, where'd you guys hear about the podcast or did you just kind of, uh, so I listen every week. You do? Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I listen every week and I told Erica about it. Did you? Yeah. So how did you hear about it? Facebook. Facebook. Probably. Okay. I think we're friends on Facebook. Okay, cool. What'd you got? What do you guys think about it so far? Interesting. Educational. Yeah, I mean, I started listening. I have not listened to every single one, That's like fine. Taylor. <laughs> we don't expect people to do that. But so. I have started to listen to them, and that's why I wanted to share what I had to say. Okay. That's, that's cool. Let's let's talk about that. You you uh, messaged me, and you said you felt like you're getting the courage to to share your story. What made you What made you want to reach out to us and and share? I think that my story would be able to help like other women or even men yeah. in a domestic violence situation that I was in as well. So that's what we're going to be talking about or you're going to be talking about. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to start talking about your story on domestic violence? Sure. First, first of all, what is it? What is domestic violence? <laughs> do you know? Well, so, I mean, for me, it started out with a lot of um, I'd say emotional, maybe mental abuse, verbal words. And then the controlling kind of led to, I wouldn't say it like jumped right into physical, but it escalated pretty quickly. Yeah. There's different types of, so um, domestic violence, domestic violence is a violence or other abuse in a domestic setting. Yeah. Such as in marriage or no, I'm gonna try to attempt that word. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's like it's like a violence in a in a relationship. Is, yeah. that, is that okay? Yeah, and it can yeah. be mental. It can be physical. It doesn't have to be one or the other, and both are just as bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially the words. Honestly, the pain from like being like hurt goes away, and like the bruises went away, but the verbal things and the things that people say to you really stick more. 
So Erica, let's start um, back. At what age were you when it started? I was actually pretty fresh out of high school. Um, I met him. We were actually in elementary school when we met. We were best friends. Um, We had a lot of mutual friends. So we dated for a little bit and then we ended up actually splitting and he moved away. Is that why you guys split up? The first time, yes, because he moved and it was maybe a little bit of the verbal kind of showed there, but I think it was just a short three months that I didn't really realize like, or think anything of that. I never thought anything that whatever happened like that. So how many months would you say it was good? Like you met, you were friends forever when you decide you wanted to date. Was there a time period where everything was good? Yeah, yeah. There, like things were pretty good for a good bit. I think it started to get a little rocky when we were a long distance because he was still in Maryland and I was still in PA. Okay. <clears throat> and then we ended up moving together with his parents, well, his mom and stepdad in Delaware, and that's where he. Didn't necessarily put his hands on me. Well, he did. (laughs) Never mind. He pushed me and I stood up and I like smacked him and I hit him back. And I realized then that I wasn't that type of person. We kind of, I left. We weren't, we thought we weren't going to be together. I actually went back to PA for a couple of weeks and we had a big talk with our mom, like all of them, like all of us, like kind of trying to like realize like this isn't okay. And we got back together and then we ended up moving from Delaware to Maryland with his dad. And then there was a lot of moving in between there. So I started to realize in between all these movings that he was kind of pulling me around. Like he didn't, every time I tried and get settled and go to school, cause originally I wanted to go to nursing school. He just didn't want that. He wouldn't work anywhere else. So he would just, if we didn't live in Maryland, all the financials would come down on me. And then it started becoming like a controlling thing. I couldn't wear certain things. I couldn't post certain pictures of myself. If I posted a picture of myself, it was like, am I not making you feel beautiful enough? Like he would think I'm just posting it to validate my like looks from other people, but that's not really the case. But being so young, I still didn't, I didn't see that being an issue that he was bothered that I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess, whatever. And then it started to become more, like, possessive, I guess. Like, give us an example. An example. I'm trying to think of one. Um, So you said, you said he controlled you a lot. You feel afraid? Did I feel afraid? Yeah. I did start to fear him when um, it wasn't just like him yelling at me because I would yell back. But like I said, after I put my hands on him that one time, I never did it again because like I never wanted to be that person at all. And I think the second time he kind of put me through a little like brawl, it was I can't even tell you it was because I left a job. And I wanted to take a different job. And because I didn't let him know I did that, he was really angry. And that's when he started throwing stuff. 
So I remember him, I had a, a little thing that said love and had sparkles on it. And it hit me and like went across, I had a brush burn like across my forehead. And I lied to his dad and said that a kid threw a toy at my head. And that's why I left the job. When in reality, I just wanted to go to a different job. But that's something that would, that just made him mad. And he would just lash out. So it was small things. It just depending. It wasn't anything major. Yeah. I didn't catch, but this is your first relationship ever? Pretty much. So yeah. So you didn't really have anything serious. to... You didn't really have anything else to compare it to. What no. Would you ever compare it to your, your parents? No. Your parents' relationship? No. My parents are divorced, but never did I see my dad lay hands on another woman ever. Do you mind me asking when they got divorced? Were you a young age? I was around 12, 13. It's like junior high. Okay. Yeah. Any effect on you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. Was it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Is that when, is that when you became um, in a relationship with that? Actually, no. We got into a relationship after high okay. school. So, so you were friends in high school, yeah, through grade school, through high school, you were just friends, and then you started dating after high school, yes, okay, yeah. So, were you familiar with girls that he dated before? While obviously you were friends, so was he dating other people while you were friends? Yes, <laughs> did any of those people share that he was an angry person? I don't think so. I was, I was friends with him in high school, yeah, okay. And I never would have guessed that he was that type of person. Okay. I, I mean, he had a temper. Like, now that we're sitting here, it's, it's coming back. More things are coming back. Okay. And it's, like, easier to think about and things that he would do. It, a lot of it, I think, was really insecure. He was really insecure. Okay. Was it alcohol, drugs? Nope. Just I anger? Wasn't, I don't. He was just a little man with a, with a big problem. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Like, okay. Understood. I just was curious if that was uh, one of the reasons um, it's that actually, he flared up, but it was basically just anger. Now, the night, the big, big night that happened, yes, there there was alcohol involved on his half. Okay. But not me. I, w- I wasn't allowed, quote, to drink, like, even when I, t- when I turned 21, I was with him, and we lived like 45 minutes away from Ocean City. We went there, and I didn't drink. Like, I just wasn't worth the fight. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, of course, allowed him to make all of these decisions for me. It created huge anxiety for me to even drive down, like, the highway because he had to drive everywhere. Um. When we lived in PA, he would have to take me to work, pick me up for my break, take me back to work, and then pick me up from work. Like, I just wasn't really allowed to, like, go anywhere. That's pretty much when we fell off as friends, too. Like, we didn't talk for a, a decent period. Um, I mean, I didn't 100% know why, but I had an idea. So he he made you stop? Socialize, social can't get this out. Socializing with other people, it was all about him. Right, like he would get okay. mad if I was with someone else, and if we came home to visit for the weekend with our family and friends, 
he would be literally mad if I went out to dinner with an old friend, if I wanted to catch up with Taylor, which I don't know if we ever have, but like over that time, but oh, I want to go to Texas Roadhouse and have dinner with my friend that I haven't seen in half a year. And it was just, he was just mad. He would be angry about it. It was a fight. Okay. So it started when pretty much when you were dating, let's get back to that. It started when you were dating, um, pretty much from the beginning of when you started dating and it just progressed until it got way out of control. Yeah, basically. Did you understand at the beginning what was going on or were you just hoping that it would change? Like what were your thoughts? You loved him or it was infatuation or whatever and you thought you could change him or you didn't even realize what to what extent it was happening? I think I, I didn't, I think it was just, I didn't really know that that was wrong. I didn't know, like, I didn't have anything else to compare exactly love in some of the ways that he was, like, treating me and, like, the social media way and the things to wear. I don't, I didn't really understand that. Um, I was definitely blinded. I didn't really, I didn't really think, realize that, wow, I gotta go until we were in Delaware when we moved a lot. So I would have to say this relationship started in 2012. So I left him in 2016. I knew in 2015 I had to get out. But at that point, I was like three and a half hours away from everybody, my my family, everything. So it definitely took me time to just realize like this isn't healthy, this is toxic. And I was scared, so I didn't talk to anybody. No one really knew for a long time that he, my mom didn't know. I didn't talk about it. I just kept it in. I didn't, I didn't know. I don't know why I didn't. I was scared. I was scared of him. Okay. I was. Were you embarrassed? Maybe a little bit, just because you, I would make excuses at the time, definitely, for him, because I loved him. I will always have love for him. I don't hate him. Um, I think that we were young and we just didn't like, I don't know. I don't know why I was so angry all the time, but. (laughs) I understand. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting now that I'm thinking about it. You were best friends for a very long time. Yeah. What, what made you want to create a relationship? I mean, (laughs) and you would think that you would know more about him if you guys were like true best friends and what you would think. Yeah, I would have thought that's why I didn't think anything of it. Like, and I thought so much like I wanted it to work because I was like, this is my best friend. I'm losing a whole friendship out of this. It wasn't just, oh, I met you and we hit it off. I had a history before we even made this history. So it all really sucked. And then and since it was such, so long, I got attached to the family, the dog. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to go. Like, you're, you're comfortable. You're in a comfort zone. I got comfortable in the toxic. And it wasn't until the intense physical hands-on started that I kind of snapped out of it. And that's when I realized and I reached out to, like, I reached out to my mom. I told my mom. And she had no idea when you reached out. No, she didn't really know. I mean, everyone, we all, typical couples argue you have Mm -hmm. those things, but no one really knew that it was physical. You told her what, when, like three years after you started dating? Yeah, I told her at the end. 
when it got physical. You said 2015 is when you knew? I knew in 2015. I knew that I wanted to leave, and then I didn't leave until 2016, February. Right. Right. Yeah. But in that year, I definitely probably started confining in people, maybe not telling all of it. Okay. But my mom definitely was the first person that I told like what was really going on like i was scared so tell us what really went on if you don't mind sharing (laughs) no i don't um so there was one pretty dark night that put me to where i am now i mean away (laughs) escape i I mean nights are pretty dark all the time (laughs) just saying (laughs) but it was extra dark austin (laughs) it was 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 extra scary (laughs) no stars there was stars but because <laughs> i was in the middle of nowhere yeah we lived i should tell you that too there was no one around where i was like we lived um pretty southern maryland far down there um back road off just headland yeah. and um just the two of you his dad was okay. there his dad moved with you when you moved so it's actually <laughs> his dad was in like an efficiency apartment above okay. a garage it was, okay. So, and we were in the rancher. So, like, okay. It, yeah, it, it was more behind that. But the whole thing that was gone on that night that happened that made me realize that my my life was really at risk was it was actually his dad's birthday. Uh, we were all supposed to go out and celebrate, but that would include drinking, and we would be around mutual people that we didn't get along with at the time. But I was just trying to make light of the situation, kind of tell him, like, sometimes you have to do stuff that you don't want to because it's for your dad. Like, let's just, let's just go. Let's just make a good day. Like, so I went on the boat all day. Everything was okay. But he was very set on not, uh, we were not going out. We were not allowed to go to dinner and have a celebration afterwards. Well, I kind of forgot about it. We get home, we get a shower, and I'm like, all right, like, let's just go to dinner. Like, I'm starving. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah. And uh, um, he lost his temper and flew out of the driveway, and we had, like, stones, so he drove off. I was standing outside <laughs> with no shoes on and crying, and his dad comes out, and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, well, no. <laughs> and I'm sorry, because I felt awful. It was his birthday. Yeah. And I... He comes back and we all talk, we hug, and he says it's fine, and I would give in. And that's where it would be, I gave in to this. I'm giving in to your temper tantrum, and you win. And that's all. I was like, all right, whatever. Like, fine. We'll stay home. And I went in the living room. I put on a movie, and I'm sitting there. I hear everyone get there, and then they all leave, and it's quiet. Well, an hour went by, and I don't know where he went. So I go looking, and I found him outside with, like, a half a bottle of something. It was full. It's empty. It was, like, whiskey. It was something strong. And like I said, we didn't drink, and he was really intoxicated. And I don't have exactly all of the verb, like, the Mm -hmm. conversations or anything, but he at that point, came in and started yelling every single name in the book. I was a whore, a bitch, a cunt, like everything. Sorry for cussing. That's (laughs) okay. (laughs) But that's that's what it was. Like, it was verbally just screaming, not just talking. I mean, like, 
just because um, I want to, you just want to go out, you just want to go out and get attention from guys, this, that, and I was rebelling and fighting against him, and I said, like, you know, defending myself, that's not true, that's not what I want to do, you know, I'm not that, I can't believe you, like, and um, that's when he put his hands around my neck, and we kind of, like, backed up together into a wall, and he, like, lifted me, and it was like, I was squeaking words out, kind of like kicking him to put me down. And he dropped me, so I fell onto the floor. And I started crawling. And in between all that, he's still screaming, yelling, drinking, in between all that, just like chaotic. At that point, my adrenaline's running because I'm scared. He's never yeah. done anything like that. And he was kicking the kitchen table, the chairs. Like, he picked one up, like, with threw it like like almost like gonna hit me so I crawled to a bathroom our bathroom and the dog came in with me and we hid in the tub and I thought he was going to bust the door down so eventually I had to go out and as I opened the door he was shoving like we were like coming together and mm -hmm. I flung around and he just kept like hitting me with the door as I was like crouched down and that's when I called my mom because I was like then he was saying something about getting guns and he was going to get a gun and I'm gonna shoot all this I don't know he was saying a lot of messed up things so I called her she didn't answer right away I called her again and she answered and she asked what was going on and I was gonna tell her and he was standing there and was staring at me so I stopped so I did not tell my mom what was going on I said I was like looking at him as he has this 12 gauge and I just told her everything's fine I accidentally called you and I hung up and then at that point I'm begging him to put the gun away and he goes back down I'm assuming to get ammo so I run and I grab the dog and we go out the front door I make it to the car and I get in and that's where like my ears are ringing and my adrenaline mm -hmm. is just going and I was just like do I call dad do I call 911 I need to call 911 I had to call the cops I knew I should have called the cops but I didn't and I heard two gunshots just go off I get out the dog runs away I stumble into the house and at that point I don't know if he's what did what he shoot? Did? Yeah. did he shoot? What did he shoot? And all I'm imagining is what I don't want to see. And I get to the house and it's like pitch black in there. And he turned on our stereo and it was like blaring. God off. I don't even know what it was. And I come around the corner and he was standing in the kitchen. Dark, but with the gun. So I just like went flat to the ground. Just like, <laughs> like oh my God. And I'm like laying there just like please put the gun away, please, please, just begging him. And in some of that mist, I started to, like, try to, how do I fix this? What do I do? And so I started to agree with him just to get it to stop. So you were in survivor mode. I was like, Fire you flight. are right. You're right. The bars are awful. I will always wear a turtleneck. Now I'm like, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was telling him everything he wanted to hear. So he would chill <laughs> like That's we're never crazy. going out <laughs> but yeah like and that worked it did but he was still talking shit up until his dad came home and um so let me yeah. just stop for a minute so he he calmed down obviously because 
you were making him feel right. Yes. So yes. when you had fights, and, and not just this fight, as long as he felt like he was right and you were the wrong person, he was okay. Yes. As long as he was in control. Yeah, yes. he had to be in the position of power all the time. Yes. He had to be in charge. Okay. All the time. So what made you go back into the house? The did gun. You, did you say that? Okay. The, the gunshots scared me bad enough to think... I thought he killed himself. Do you realize you put yourself in a situation, could have put yourself in a situation that could have been a lot worse? Yeah. Would you go back and change it, what you did? Yes. I would have called. I would today call 911. Okay. I should have called 911. And why didn't you at that point? I don't know if it was the gunshots that broke it all up and then I was back in the house and I wasn't in my car where I was like finally like that like 30 seconds of silence where I could gather my thoughts. I think if I would have maybe just another minute, I may have. I don't know because I was contemplating it when I was in the vehicle. It just the gunshot and then I ran and then I had to find the dog and you had so much going on. I'm just curious. Like, did you not call the cops because you were embarrassed? Did you not call the cops because you didn't want him to be in trouble? Right. I was in that contemplating moment that I had to call even his dad. I was just, I didn't want to inconvenience anybody. Okay. I didn't want anybody to be out of their way. Like I didn't want to ruin his birthday, even though I know, knowing now he would have much rather me called him. Right. I've learned that. That's yeah. what I would want other women to know. If you think you should call, you most likely. So go with your gut. It. Go with your gut. Trust I, your I, intuition. I think it's hard when you love somebody and you don't want to believe that they're going to hurt you. Absolutely. And, and I didn't want to imagine him in handcuffs. And I just, because he would be, probably wouldn't even be able to have firearms today. Because that's serious, what he did. Mm -hmm. And that was my wake-up call. So you protected him, it. but it woke you up at the same time. Yeah, I did. And I would go back and change it and give him more of what he deserved. <laughs> so you, that was your, that was one of your wake up calls. Yeah. That whole situation. One, that was the one that pushed me out the door. That okay. was, um, that wasn't like the only time he like really like put his hands on me because he had like shoved me before, but nothing like. Nothing to the extent of that night, but it was in the same year that that happened. It was just different times, different times, seasons. So you made a decision. You're going to leave. I'm sure it was scary. Did you talk to somebody and get advice on how to get out or how did you decide the best way to get out safely? So I talked to my mom and then my stepdad got involved too. It took me like three attempts on the third. I obviously got out. But the first two times I tried to just tell him that I was leaving and talk to him. And um, that possessive controlling tantrum would erupt. And it just was so exhausting that I just didn't want to fight it. And then I finally was like, I was like collaborating with my mom and Tom, like behind all this. And we decided don't tell him and I'm going to come down and I'm going to pick you up at like 5 a.m. or leave at like 5, get there pretty early, help you pack up your stuff and we'll go. And he actually followed me to PA that same day. <laughs> Is he in the house when, when your 
family members got there. Yeah, yeah. And he knew then at that point you were leaving. Yeah. He didn't act up in front of your family? He he left when they got there. Um, he didn't see my stepdad or my cousin actually came down to... Um, because I still had anxiety and fear of driving my own car. Uh, so I wanted somebody with me and my passenger. I was okay. afraid. But he melted down in front of me and then he left when they got there. And then I think I was just about to PA when he was starting to like blow up my phone. I mean, he was texting it the whole time, but... Um, he came to my aunt's house. I ended up moving in with my cousin and my aunt, and it just, my aunt had to tell him to leave. Like, it was. No police involvement at that point either? No. It wasn't, he wasn't, like, I think he was just, we were just, it was sad. It was all, it was, it was hard. It was hard to leave, even just because I didn't want to believe that's what we became or what he became, because there was definitely a lot of good too right the friendship part I mean he's we had fun we had a lot of laughs <laughs> but that I couldn't imagine myself marrying him or anything like that so I just knew I had it to go time. yeah yeah and it's a lot of time you give up a lot of those memories yeah <laughs> and the fun times because that's where you go yeah like it's hard to believe like I can't believe this is happening yeah <laughs> because we had so many good times together yeah yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. I mean, that's like the hard part is that he's not a bad person. I don't think he's a bad person even to this day, but. They just need help. Yeah. They need to talk to someone. Do you talk to anybody? Did you go to counseling or anything? Um, No, I definitely should have, but I did. Not as soon as I should have, but I have since then. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I did talk to about that with a therapist. Okay. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did. <laughs> it helps. Yeah. So what would you say, what would your advice be to someone um, that is starting to experience this now and is making those excuses and doesn't want to get out? Well, they may want to get out because I think I always wanted to. Um, I think we get into a battle inside ourselves because you don't we are also in denial so it's hard to say I would hope that they would try to find the right word (laughs) know that they can still love the person even if they leave it doesn't end everything um all those good times that you have and all those good memories and laugh like it's not gonna go away you also always have that. And instead of thinking about those things as a like thing to make you sad, actually laugh and think about those memories. And like, that's what I really started to do. Um, and even in like the moment, thinking those types of things, I would just want them to like put their safety first too and your life. And if there's other lives involved, thankfully at that, in that relationship, there wasn't, but definitely have to think more of the big picture even though it's really hard at the time okay so erica um i just met erica tonight i don't know her background where she's at today but have you had relationships since then yes 
when you go through a situation like that, and, and maybe someone else that's listening can reach out to us and give us these answers, I don't know. Yeah. Can you find happiness again, or do you build those walls so high that you're not going to let anybody else get in? Or do you look for that same person? Like, do we attract, do people attract the same thing? Okay, that is, yeah. You know, I'm just curious, and I I don't know, so. That would probably be case by case, really. I mean, for me, um... I didn't handle it well. I I, I okay. came, I moved home and I, I partied. Like, I mean, okay. I'm going to be honest. Like I spiraled a little bit because I think for four years I was so controlled. It was like I was let out of a cage. You were, a prisoner. <laughs> you actually were a prisoner. You yeah. were a prisoner. And so, so now you're a beautiful girl. I know people can't see her, but she's beautiful. And so you're a beautiful girl and you get out of a relationship and all of a sudden you're free. Yeah. And you don't know how to live because you've right. never been free. Right. For so Crazy. long. I kind of had to like teach myself to go to the grocery store. Like I was like, good job. Like you went, did that. Like it was the small things. And in the time, like I laugh about it now. I mm-hmm. can joke about it. But in that moment then it was like a big deal to me. Like I had to go somewhere by myself. I'm alone. Like, what? <laughs> what am I, I supposed to do? Can, I still congratulate myself for going to the grocery store by myself. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> it, it, it is strange. It yeah, is strange. Definitely. And it's like you're captive. And you hear these stories on TV. Maybe, you know, people abduct kids. I mean, they abduct adults. It's, and you're stuck. And then all of a sudden, you're out. And, and you, you don't, don't even know, know how to, to live. You don't even know how. You don't even yeah. realize that you don't know how to start again. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely had a rough patch there. And then honestly, I didn't start to realize that I was over him or became actually over him until I was halfway through my pregnancy with my first son. Okay. And I'm okay admitting that. It's like, I think for so long that you leave a relationship, you're supposed to just, that's it. You're supposed to get over him and, uh, it's definitely not the case. I believe in a relationship, you have to grieve even like you grieve yeah, when you loss. lose someone to that to death. It's a loss. It's a it's something that affected your life for a long time, and you you're have attached. to grieve that, and you're attached. Yeah, you have to detach and find your new normal. It's not like I have to like never. I just you. I think when I left, it was just like cut, and it was a shock. And uh, maybe that's why I went into drinking and partying and hanging out with maybe not the best people at the time. And then my son, I mean, I say my first, like he saved me and I really took my mental health very seriously at that point when I got into my pregnancy and everything kind of started to become a little clearer, really. That I could see. I mean, it got a little foggy in other areas, (laughs) (laughs) for sure. But I started to realize more for myself from that relationship. Because also, from the abuse and the damage that he did to me, I thought that there was something wrong with me for a long time, too. And I didn't think I was lovable. I thought that there was something, like, like, why was I yelled at so much? You just don't... you. For four years, I just—I don't know. <laughs> did you did you believe when he was yelling at you in your head? Did you start to believe what he was saying was true and that you deserved it? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, some of those things you think that 
Like, hey, I'm a bitch today and I deserve what he just gave me because... Because I'm being a bitch. I guess I was a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I... You... It becomes normal even being in the toxic. That's why it's blinded until I reached out to my mom and then like close people and even one of my other best friends, um, she's the one that started to also tell me like, that's, that's not normal. (laughs) Were they shocked when you told them? Yeah. A lot of people were shocked because like I said, we kept it pretty private. It was closed doors. I mean, I could probably go back on my Facebook in that time and you could look at pictures and scroll and scroll and think that we're going to get married. Like, where's the okay. picket fence and like the yeah. ring, man? Like yeah. everything's great, but social media is, it's not, it's not what it is. It's definitely yeah. not the truth all the time. And there's <laughs> all kinds this. of things. Yeah. There's all kinds of sayings on Facebook. I mean, I don't know any of the other social media. I don't, I'm not on it, but how many times do you see those quotes about things that your life is not what you put on Facebook? Yeah, I, it's your dream. Yeah. A lot of times we put on our dream where we want what we want people to think and see of us i mean we obviously take pictures and we don't put ugly pictures on our facebook like (laughs) we're taking five or six pictures to make sure it's the best picture to put on facebook right (laughs) 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 that's exactly right like we use filters and that's i don't believe in filters Filter. I don't even know how to filter, so mine are all real, <laughs> real stuff. Yeah, I don't even have all Snapchat. My, all my Snapchats <laughs> have filters. I don't. I don't. Filter. Why do you? Uh, can we talk about that real quick? Why do you use filters? I look a lot cuter that way. It's just like you're beautiful. I don't know, like the, the she is beautiful. Both no, of like, so girls beautiful. are beautiful. No, but it's different. Like the the filters, like I don't know, having the cute little sparkles in your nose. It's cute. Uh, it's not necessarily me. It's just like oh, okay, okay, so you add this extra stuff, the stars yeah, right, and the right. hearts. Okay, yeah. you're gotcha. not like filtering your face or anything like that. Some people look like shiny. I don't know. I don't know anything about filters. <laughs> they do, they like, I don't know. They do alter you a little they bit. They do though. Honestly. Okay. Some of them make, make your face like slimmer. So yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this mom chin. <laughs> you just stick your neck out. I yeah. was told. So every picture I'm like, just smile. change the angles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. No, but I mean that everything that you said is true. You start to believe things. You start yeah. to doubt yourself and, and your worth. Yeah, definitely. And I think for filters, (laughs) I definitely used a lot of them for a while after being with him. I mean, or editing like my pictures, like to extreme, like white my teeth. I got to edit all this acne out. Like I got to look perfect. I just felt so like pressured. And I just now two kids later, I'm like, "Eh, (laughs) that's what you get. (laughs) I'm definitely trying to not do that. And I like to try to make posts of that too, like body positive and like embrace who you are because it's, there's not going to be a filter when you get in person. (laughs) And and this goes back to a lot of other podcasts that we have that you may have not heard of, but she did because she listened to all of them is we do not know what's going on with the person beside us. Right. We have no idea what's really going on. I, and people hide and they filter and, and they don't share. And there's a lot more abuse going on in the world today yeah. than ever before. And and this pandemic is making it worse because mental health right now, I just read an article, mental health is at the highest it's been in, in a long time right now. And so it, it, it's crazy. And another thing I just want to share is it goes both ways. 
Like you said, you hit him one time and you knew that was not the person that you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You can watch on TV and this domestic violence can be girls pushing guys around. Oh yeah. I mean, and there's guys, I, I, I was just on a phone call yesterday with someone and I hung up and I thought, I'm pretty sure he's being beat. Like, hmm. Yeah. He's a grown man, and I'm pretty sure by what he was saying to me that he's afraid. Yeah. Like, his his girlfriend pulled in the driveway, and he was talking to me, and he's like, I got to go. In the middle of a conversation, I'm like, excuse me? And hang up. Yeah. And then later. fear he, there. Yeah, later he called me back, and he said, Kathy, I'm really sorry I had to end that call. But my girlfriend was pulling in the driveway, and I had to be on my phone as though I was working. Uh, and yeah, I was okay. like, okay, that makes sense. Like that just like brought yes. back another memory of like when I was with him. And yeah, definitely. I, um, I used to read a lot and at the end of our relationship, I was taking a psychology class and I was working part-time at a tanning salon and I was doing dishes and he came home and he picked, he would pick up my book and look to see if I read. And if I didn't, and I was still on the same page, or like my bookmark was there, he would say, well, if, what'd you do all day? You didn't read your book and get like really inquisitive or like want to like go through my phone. And it was just, yeah, <laughs> just kind of like Did you let my him memory. go through your phone? Did he have your password or did you hide your phone? I didn't even really, because I didn't really talk about it that much. I didn't even have a passcode on my, I mean, I, there was no reason that I had, I had, didn't. There was no, there was not, like, it didn't really matter to me. You weren't doing anything wrong, so there was nothing to hide. Right. There wasn't any issue. I don't even think I had a passcode at that point, honestly. Or if I did, he would know it. Oh, you have to know. (laughs) But that, yeah, the book and just kind of you saying that reminded me of those little things that you have to, like, pretend like you're doing and you have to, like, quick, like, stage like okay what I did I would clean the whole house just so like oh I did this today like so you could have an excuse of or a reason <laughs> or something that you did you could explain that I did this today yeah yeah kind of had to like, imagine living validate <laughs> that's so crazy I couldn't imagine like and I don't even think you realize yeah. it when you're doing it I mean you know in your head you've got to do this yeah to be safe but you just it just becomes a routine yeah yeah I mean at the tanning salon that I worked at at the time um I think there was literally like a Texas roadhouse in the same like plaza and one of the girls asked if I would want to like come out and I'm like yeah like I don't have any (laughs) friends down here cool so I like go home and I tell them like oh Friday we're all gonna go to Texas roadhouse and no you're not and I didn't go to Texas roadhouse and I wanted to go (laughs) but I didn't go but so that's crazy I think it all comes down to knowing your self-worth your value and and truly being honest with yourself. Have that inner conversation with yourself. Yeah, definitely. Like, you're worth it. Boundaries. You're like, I deserved way more than what I accepted. Um, Don't let anybody think, anything or anybody else value, like, yeah. make you self-doubt yourself. Yeah, definitely. And that would be advice towards anyone that's even feeling doubt right now that they yeah. can't leave. Like, you can, and it will be great. <laughs> You'll and, feel better. <laughs> and there's help out there. I mean, there's, you chose not to, right? but there's uh, domestic abuse hotlines. There's, I mean, your situation with yeah. the gun is, is crazy. Yeah. Like, and to Austin's point, why did you go back in? You just had to. Yep. 
Like I get that you had to do that, um, but there is help out there uh, for people that need it. What's the What's the thing for when you you order a pizza? Did you ever hear that? Oh yeah. Yes. Is that for that situation? Like say. Yeah. And I don't know the exact story. We can probably look that up and add it. I There's different page. terms and questions they ask, like you're ordering pizza and then it's like... They know to come room. to the yeah. house and be discreet and call like the cops. I just read that somewhere too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of little things that these 911 people are trained to do. If, I think that would if be... If they think you're in a situation... Good for somebody um, that puts them, is in a situation. You might want to check that out because you can literally call without them knowing. Yeah. I, I basically think that they give your the address like yes i want this pizza delivered too and, and they give their address i don't know the story behind it, but we'll look it up and i'll put the write that down i'll write that down that's something that we can put on the page and uh share with people as well we can put some numbers down for people so that they don't feel lost and i'm sure there's probably support groups that people can go to and and talk about it um you obviously went to counseling um and talked a little bit about it so you got it out of your yeah eventually i did because other things in life came about so i did get into therapy that's good because it festers i mean you may think i'm past this right i moved on you know in your case you went you had another you had a child and i'm done with this but really all of your life if you don't deal with it or talk about Mm -hmm. it it affects everything going forward. It may not, you may not realize it at that point. Right. But then all of a sudden you're depressed about something else or four years later, something happens and you're, you're not even thinking about that anymore. But then, I mean, I went, the triggers. I sh- yeah, there's triggers, there's triggers, PTSD. Definitely. Absolutely. Like I definitely was dealing with that afterwards. Um, but I think also coming out of that and because I disconnected myself so much to everybody I didn't that's why I turned to alcohol as I just I didn't really I don't know I didn't (laughs) I guess my home life already wasn't really the strongest so that's why I went that way but I definitely would not recommend that (laughs) at all and I wished I could have gone and done like the therapy and had been more educated back then yeah and we appreciate you coming because those that are listening i mean erica's saying right now don't turn to the alcohol we always say alcohol is liquid what do they say liquid confidence or somewhere along the lines something like that liquid courage courage. lost my head thing i say alcohol enhances your feelings and your emotions definitely 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 not a good choice you're a little screwed up there. <laughs> um, so, Erica, you guys were best. Are you okay? I don't know how to fix them. My mom's having a little difficulty. She uh, she can't get the me. headphones back on. There, there you go. go. Okay. Now the other one did. That one did it. Oh. Are you Sorry, good? folks. Yeah, my headset fell off and got all twisted up there. Well, one, we're in 2021, so you don't need these folks anymore. Okay. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> So, Eric, anyway, before we got rudely interrupted, (laughs) (laughs) you said you were, you guys were best friends before you, you started dating. Yes. Do you think that ruined your, your friendship after everything's all said and done? Yes. Yep. We have not talked. I have not. I mean, 
we have but not because of like wanting to right okay so yeah we don't we don't talk and also knowing that you've been through that situation and everything you've been through if you could go back would you change it or or are you glad you went through it you learned those things it made you the person you are today it made me the person i am today definitely i wouldn't change it um maybe just like minor things in there like i definitely think today i should have called 911 but it, i didn't and it's a learning lesson it's a learn it's a learning thing i just learned from it and no i don't think i would change it i don't think i would take it back like i said there was good in there there was good it wasn't all bad and our friendship was great that's the worst that's what sucks i wish yep. it didn't end so like cruel and so bitter and angry because i rather just be on good terms with people i don't like being mad or angry like even if i got into an argument with my dad or something i'd be like all right well like you can be mad at me but i love you bye (laughs) you can forgive people yeah you don't harbor the anger you forgive and move on yeah like i never got like an apology from him but i forgive him that's good from for me not for him (laughs) exactly so you can move on yeah yeah i've definitely i'm i'm healed enough to talk about it that i good yeah that's good and another lesson learned if you have a good friend that's of the opposite sex and you've been friends since elementary school (laughs) it's probably not a good idea (laughs) in most cases To try to date them later. I mean, you have to pick and choose. You basically have to pick and choose. Do I want to have this friendship forever or do I want to take it? And it's going to be my forever after. Right. And it's my soulmate and we were friends forever. I mean, it's a chance that you take. I don't know. It's a risk. That's that's a whole other subject. Can you be friends? I mean, you also have the opposite side of that is you get a relationship right away, but then you also have a friendship afterwards. You know what I'm saying? It could be flipped. If you date, yeah, if you date first and then it become, he or she becomes your best friend. Yeah. Well, it can happen. I don't know. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Erica, you said uh, after you, you broke up with, with this kid and you found, like, you were free. You could do whatever you wanted to do. Right. What was your favorite thing to do besides drinking? <laughs> I loved going to the gym. <laughs> I okay. was a gym I rat. Did. I saw you there. I saw you <laughs> really? there a couple times. Planet okay. Fitness. Yeah, Planet Fitness. And I am so ashamed to say that I just canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because of the mask? It's the, yeah, it's just everything. Like, I don't, I still like to work out, but I was paying 20 bucks a month and I hadn't been going. You weren't but going. Yeah, I actually did go to the, I used to go to the gym a lot. Like, five, six days a week. I meal prepped. I... Wow, you were serious. I was That's very serious. <laughs> <laughs> Just I let you guys know. Person. They were eating McDonald's before they came in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shoving the rest of my burger in my mouth as he's walking up. He's like, where's mine? I'm like, oh, there's some fries here. <laughs> She's like, you can have the rest of my burger. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Hey, parenthood changes you. (laughs) Not just me. I'll never be fully together. (laughs) Well, any of us be. But yeah, I went to the gym a lot. And honestly, I was like super excited to just like watch Netflix. (laughs) Just watch my shows, read in peace, not be hounded like what Peter you on. Or like having to explain myself or what I was doing. It was just... When I lived there, I was so OCD about cleaning. This is so weird. 
but everything was like perfect. I'm still OCD and a clean freak, but not what that like year after that my room was a mess like I was all over the place I'm going to the beach I'm doing whatever I wanted I went a little crazy (laughs) that's That's, okay that's That's understandable that's interesting so you were probably OCD cleaning freak because you had control over that probably because if you think about it you didn't have control over your life but you had control when you were cleaning you had control of what you cleaned how you cleaned it and how you kept your house good point Good point. Yeah. Therapist over here, right? <laughs> okay. You know, I'm just saying. We like, charge for this hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying in a lot of those cases, you feel like you don't have control. So you're looking for control. Yeah, definitely. And anything that you can control that's not going to get you in trouble that he's going to appreciate is something that you look Worth at. Worth doing. I'm going to yep. do this. He's I mean, not going to bitch because your house is clean. Yep. You know I'd what clean, I mean? I'd bring around firewood. I'd split. Like I would do whatever I had to do that was just like, this is going to make everything be cool. <laughs> yep. Fine. Understood. Yeah. If you, uh, if you go back, tell your younger self one thing, what would you tell yourself? That's a tough question. That's tough question how young are we going (laughs) like back to that time that like that relationship and everything oh golly i would tell myself to wear that top (laughs) eat that food do what you want like and don't let that person control you be you and be fiercely you and don't let anyone tell you otherwise Because I would even still find myself after I left that relationship, if I was in an emotional breakdown or something and someone tells me you need, no, 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 stop that. Stop that. I would, I would rebel back and say, no, you don't tell me what to do. (laughs) If I want to cry, I'm going to cry because I got told for so long, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I would get angry when people would tell me what to do in that time period of leaving. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> you, know, you get a little aggressive. Yeah. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Don't let someone, they, they can't validate your feelings. You're you. Only you can control your happiness. And I learned that as I like coped with it then eventually, that I was moving myself around so much trying to find this happiness. And finally, like this light bulb went off and I'm like, it's here. It's you. Like It doesn't matter where you're living. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's all for you. So I guess that would be something I wish I would have been able to tell myself that younger girl then that. I love it. That's great advice. Austin preaches that all the time. <laughs> he preaches all the time. You have to make yourself happy. Yes, you, you. Like, I mean, a lot of people say like, oh, my kids are first, which absolutely. But in reality, I'm first. Because if I'm not good, nobody's good. We're all, the whole sink is shit. Like, we're just sinking. Like, it's not going good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like it a good. lot. Good. So, obviously, you two um, rekindled a friendship. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. I, don't, I mean, being a mom, we don't, I don't have many friends. So, <laughs> so it was nice to, like, connect with old friends and kind good. of go back. Because, I mean, Erica and I, we went to elementary school together. So, we've known each other like way back literally as long as like, i can remember so it was nice to be able to literally jump right back into where we started Good. it wasn't like that awkward period it yeah. was just like well hey it's been like 10 years how you doing <laughs> <laughs> well good. this happened yeah. Yeah. good that's yeah. awesome that you found each other again good anything yeah. else that anybody wants to share any other questions do you have any questions for us i don't think so <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you, Taylor? <laughs> okay, no? good. You can ask Austin what he ate for dinner tonight. <laughs> I bet it wasn't McDonald's. It, wasn't. <laughs> it was uh, rice and ground beef. Okay. Nice. That's Plain. That's, that's why I am. I'm born. Like a holiday pie waiting for me in the car. <laughs> good. good. That's All great. right. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. I love your message at the end there, Erica. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor, for coming. Yep. yep. Thank Being you. Being Erica's support. And uh, yeah, guys, you know where to find us. Soundsingstigma.com. I think you have to download the app to get on there. Podbean. What what apps do you guys get on to listen to? I have Podbean. Okay. So you can did you ever get on the website yet? Nope. Okay. That's the way I was doing it. Is the link. I don't so have click an on app. The link? Yeah. Okay. So Podbean is probably where it takes you. Okay. Okay. But yeah, you guys can find us on Podbean, Spotify, any of your um apps that you can use to listen to podcasts, you can find us on those apps, most likely. So you don't have to use Podbean. But uh, you got anything else you want? Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love the way she just said that. <laughs> thanks. No, thanks. She said it too. Thank uh, you. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.